Hey, this is Farah, and you are listening to episode number seven of In Todd We Trust, the podcast that reviews the most popular movies in theaters and also gets off topic. Today, we'll be discussing Instant Family. Let's get started. Farah, thank you for coming up on the show today. Thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, so... Fun fact, Farrah was actually going to be my first guest, but I sensed some hesitation and she needed to get her nerves together before <laughs> coming up. So then I was like, you know, how about we just push it off for a couple episodes and then once you get a feel for how the episodes go, we'll have you up. So I think, I think that was probably for the best. Yeah, absolutely. Farrah <laughs> uh, came prepared, though. She has some notes here if you are listening um, I, you know, I've never had a guest come up here with printed out notes. So, <laughs> so, so I appreciate it. Typed up too, by the way, they're not, they're not just like handwritten They're She typed it up and then printed it out. So shout out for Farrah for having a printer. I came prepared. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, so, so a little bit about Farrah, fellow Spartan. Go green. Go white. Uh, also just got her master's in accounting this past week from Wayne state, right? Yeah. From Wayne state. Congrats. That is huge. Uh, my, my sister actually just got her master's too late this past week on, on Tuesday. So that's, that's cool. Awesome. You got yours on, was it Wednesday? Was your uh, final day? Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, yeah, same day. Yeah. Nice. What yeah, a coincidence. Uh, so cool. So now she's ready to take over the world of accounting. <laughs> so <laughs> We'll see about that. Where do you, where do you work? You work? I know you work downtown. Um, well, I start my job at Cohen and Company um, in January, so... Oh, okay. Wait, you worked somewhere else, though, before, right? Where'd I you? was interning at the same firm, but I, oh. I took a break to, like, go back to just finish my master's. You know? I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. got it. Well, nice. Well, congrats on that and the Thank new job. Um, so, wait, what, what made you continue schooling, or was that always the plan? It was always, like, the plan, and I just felt really confined because I have, like, a hotel management bachelor's, and I just felt like got it. it was too narrow for me. So Got it. I had to expand my horizons. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, is it common for someone to go into... Uh, their master's for accounting and not, not having done undergrad accounting. No, it's I don't no. I wouldn't say it was common because it's hard to actually get into these accounting programs without a bachelor's in accounting. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, they made an exception for me. You just a genius or <laughs> no? So Farah is a genius. <laughs> no, that I'm is not, something definitely not. Did guys. not know that. If you ever need help with anything, <laughs> reach out to Farah. She knows don't. all. She knows all about. What is the undergrad in? Um, hotel management. Hotel management and accounting. So, um, nice. Well, any fun plans for the holidays? Um, I'm going shark cage diving in Florida. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I know you said you were going to Florida. You did not mention you left that part out. Well, what? you know, I just I have to cross something off my bucket list. So I guess so. That's on there? Yeah, it's been on there for a while. So are you a thrill seeker? or? I'm just an adrenaline junkie. Okay, yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. I'll let you know how that goes. Have you have you done skydiving? Yeah. Oh my sure. goodness. You have to try it. So all right, so I, I have I am very afraid of flights. I'm trying I'm getting better. I've gotten better this year slightly, but I like don't even like turbulence. Like if you want to see a stress tide, see me on the plane during turbulence. So Oh my goodness. Yeah, so so I uh, so yeah, going out of a a jumping out of a plane, I mean that's no, never. No, I definitely think you should try. Just overcome your fear of it. Well, I'd, I'd pass. Well, here's the thing: I'd pass out. So as soon as I jump out, I definitely would pass out, and then I would just 
obviously I, the first time, don't you have to have someone? Like, don't you have to go with someone? Yeah. You're like attached to someone. Yeah, exactly. I'd probably just wake up on the ground. Like, I'd I'd wake <laughs> up like, hey Ty, like we made it. Like that's how it would go. Why? So and I'd think I was in heaven and be like, you know, am I? This is it. So. Do you just have like bad anxiety? No, that's the thing. So I'm a very very laid back person, Jeez. very chill person for the most part. I don't really get nervous about many things, mm-hmm. uh, except for when I get on a plane. So I, you know, when I get on a plane for whatever, as soon as we take off, palms start sweating. And in no other case in life does that ever happen. Wow. And it hasn't always been like that. Like I, like a lot of people when I say that they ask me. Have you never flown before or did you just start flying? I'm like, no, I've flown ever since I was a kid. Like as a kid, I would fly all the time and, and I loved it. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. And then for whatever reason, when I hit junior high, I think it was, just started getting nervous. I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know just randomly. Like it wasn't a really bad experience and I was then it happened. Ask you that. Yeah, okay. no, it just, I don't know. I don't know if I just started realizing how dangerous it was or perceived it to be dangerous or, you know, yeah, whatever yeah. the case may be. So, uh, so yeah, a little bit about, about my trauma when it comes to, comes to flying, but enjoy shark cage, what do you call it? Shark cage diving. Shark cage diving. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> Thanks. I'll shoot, everyone shoot some prayers up for Farrah as well. <laughs> I'm going to need that, right? Oh man. <laughs> so I, uh, so, you know, after, so after I, so I went to go see this movie, by the way, I'm sorry, we, you know, I'm talking about Farrah, didn't even... In, introduce the uh, the show. I know I know we have the intro, but I still like to say, you know, welcome and thank you for listening. You can stream on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and also watch on YouTube. Uh, more people watch on YouTube, please, because I, I realize I talk with my hands a ton, so you might get a little bit more watching on YouTube. Uh, this is episode seven, and we are reviewing Instant Family today. So before I get to Instant Family, when I left the theater yesterday, I went and saw it yesterday. Left, went to Chipotle, um, my, my favorite restaurant in the entire world, fast food at least. Wow, I didn't know that. Amazing. I can, I can eat Chipotle every day. So wow. I go to Chipotle, and nothing annoys me more than when I go to Chipotle, and one, there's a family in front of me, <laughs> and B, when people don't, like first-timers, so they go up there and they ask a billion questions and it's the most simple format ever. You tell them what you want, and you go down the line and say, I want that or I do not want that. That's, right, that's it. Right. It's that easy. Oh, so I had a, a double whammy. I had a family, and the family had never been to Chipotle. Just amateurs. Oh, huh? my goodness. And they had bad kids. So <laughs> oh, no. And bad kids. Oh, I'll talk about that with this movie specifically, but bad kids get on my nerves. Like, I love kids, but bad kids Mm -hmm. and then it's really not the kids i hate the parents of the bad kids because that's why they're bad it's because the parents so parenting is hard man come on parenting is hard maybe i should cut them some slack and i'm not a parent yet so maybe i'll feel differently Uh afterwards but for right now i'll still stand with this this stance uh so they were like shocked so the mom was like shocked at the prices when they're going through it's clearly clearly stated right it's clearly up there everyone can see it it's in big font, so as soon as you walk in the door, as you're in line, you can see what it's gonna cost. So why there's a shock when you get up there and find out that chicken is six ninety five? I don't, I don't get that. So that pissed me off. Like I said, the kids being bad pissed me off from running around. Um, the guy was also too people who are rude. Oh to, my god, I know. Why, why are you rude? I'm I know. so I'm not rude to people in general. Like just that's just not my natural disposition to just be rude to people. Right. Um, I'll joke a lot with my friends and stuff like that, and I'll, I'll even talk about people behind their back all the time. But to someone's <laughs> face, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna just be like 
outright rude for no reason. So yeah. they're kind of rude to the people behind there. And I'm like, this is the person dealing with your... I'm definitely not rude to people who deal with my food. Yeah. I'm like, I add on like a little extra politeness when I'm dealing with someone right, right. who's working with my food. Just now, even sense. at Chipotle, you can, see, you can see what they're doing, but mm-hmm. like they control the scoops. So this you might get true. skimmed yep. a couple pieces of chicken if you're rude. So, uh, so I just didn't understand that. So that, that was my experience. I just had to get that off my chest. I was really upset and wanted to vent about that. So do thank you, you for better? listening. I do, a little okay, bit, good. a little bit. I, I do want to find right. that family and I, I don't just know. Put them in check. Yeah, maybe yeah. just like throw the Chipotle on the ground or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I do when I actually get there, <laughs> when I actually like confront them again. But, oh my uh, God. but yeah, no, I'm, I'm upset and I want them to know. Uh, so this movie, I go in... Um, and the trailers come on, and this is the this is the second or third time I've seen this trailer for this new J Lo movie. Did you oh, see yeah, that? Yeah, I did see that. Second act. Mm-hmm. Um, what what were your thoughts off just the trailer? I mean, personally, I'm a huge J Lo fan, so okay. I got excited about it. Okay, How no, I'm you? I'm actually glad you said you're a huge J Lo fan because that that helps the follow up question. Um, the second act looks like something I will not go see. Really? Um, I'll, Why? That's the nicest way I can say it. It just looks like. Why, why are you making this J-Lo? Like, I, I don't know. I just okay. like, it's just kind of si- like, I, I can go for, I can go for something that is a little out there mm-hmm. and unrealistic, but it, it's like, come on. Like she's going to get, she gets this job. It, okay. For, for anyone who hasn't seen the trailer, J-Lo is someone who works, where she work at? Like a local grocery store. It looks like, I think. I, I can't Something. Remember. I think she works at a grocery store and her friend submits a resume for like, this night, this really nice job, corner office, like you need all, all these specifications and qualifications she needs for this job, and they lie on her resume. So they they come up with a fictional resume that says that she's done this, that um, she graduated from this Ivy League school, knows six languages, all this stuff, and she goes on, uh, and she goes on to to get the job and has to keep up this persona that they've lied about, and it just looks so unrealistic, but. I, you know what? I'll probably end up watching it. It's not, I won't go to the theater to go see it. Right. But Same. it'll yeah. come on TV and I'll probably, someone will get me to watch it probably. But I just was like looking, uh, look kind of silly. But that brought up the question like, is J-Lo, not is J-Lo a real actress? Because I, I already have my idea in my head of the answer to that. But I was like, does she, you know, does she, she has some like solid movies though. Like for someone who I don't necessarily consider to be like, a great actress. Right. You know, she's more like a, a dancer who's really pretty and got put in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, Enough or Made in Manhattan? I was just going to say that that trailer just resembled Made in Manhattan. Yeah, no, that's so why that's why I was one of the notes I was going to say and then I just I didn't want to cut her down like that was is she just trying to make remake Made in Manhattan? I know it, it almost seemed that way and honestly like that movie was it was so cheesy like it was like a cute movie. Yeah. But it's not like my first choice of something to watch, but no. it definitely seemed like a remake of it. Yeah. Like a modern day one. Yeah. Know? And I'm like, it's the, like, it's the same person. So like, what are you doing? Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. which, uh, which have you, so have you seen enough and made, obviously you've seen made in Manhattan. Yeah. You've seen enough. Uh, no, you haven't seen enough. No. Farrah, what are you doing? I know. I know. Okay. All right. Well, that <laughs> forget that question. Then go watch <laughs> enough and then let me know which one you like more between enough and made in Manhattan. Okay. For sure. Um, all right. So, uh, on to this movie. So, the IMDb description for Instant Family is a couple finds themselves in over their heads when they foster three children. Um, this movie came out in a couple weeks ago. came out in November, uh, November 16th. 
uh, notable people in the movie. Mark Wahlberg uh, is the dad, uh, foster dad. Um, you have Rose Byrne, um, who is the foster mom. Uh, she, I, I really like her. I didn't know her. I didn't know what her name was, yeah. but I obviously recognize her from other movies. She's in the um, in the newer X Men's, like when they did this like first class thing. They, she's in all of those. Uh, she's in Neighbors uh, with Seth Rogen. She's in Bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Uh, Get him to the Greek. Uh, so she's in a, she's in a lot of movies that I really like, um, but just didn't know her name. Uh, so I was I was excited to see her. That kind of was part of the draw. I like Mark Wahlberg a lot too. Same. Uh, Isabel Moner. I think I'm saying that name correctly. She was the the daughter. The rebellious. The rebellious teen, teen yeah. daughter. Yeah. Um, and she's in this newest Transformers movie that that came out. Not oh, okay. the Bumblebee one, but uh, whatever the last one. I stopped watching them because they started getting really really stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's also playing Dora in the live action Dora movie. I heard about that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't know why they're making that, but <laughs> I know. but she's in it in that, and she's Dora. So uh, so yeah. Um, and then Octavia Spencer, who is in a ton of things, but most recently, uh, which was. Highly nominated was uh, Hidden Figures. Okay. So and she was hilarious. The she was the um, if you don't know who Octavia Spencer is, she's the uh, the black social worker. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I loved her character. Yeah, she was really, really funny. Did. So yeah. she was hilarious in the movie. Uh, the movie's about two hours long, uh, which seemed long at first, but um, I, w- I wasn't upset about. It. it didn't even seem like two hours when I watched it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so yeah, so. You know, there were definitely some people in the theater who thought this was like the funniest movie ever, um, which it was. It was really funny. I, I, I thought so too. I laughed out loud. I laughed <laughs> out loud at, at several parts, but it was, it was definitely like a couple of people in the theater I was in that thought it was uh, like <laughs> thought it was like the greatest thing of all time. Um, but it, it definitely was some LOL moments. Um, you know, it, in the movie. So in the movie, Mark Wahlberg and his uh, wife, prior to actually, I mean, still after they they fostered the children and then go on to adopt, they flip houses. They flip homes for a living. Um, and the home that they actually end up moving into at the end of the movie is this home that they start out in the beginning of the movie they had just bought, and they're doing, like, needs a lot of work on it. I would not want to, I, I would not want to buy a home and then have to, like, renovate it. Like, just from me being lazy, I guess, and not knowing a lot about it, like, I kind of just want to, like, buy a home and move right in. Would you ever, like, would you ever, like, take a house and, like, renovate it? I mean, I mean, if I get to do like how she just destroyed everything that one scene. Yeah. I mean, if that's oh, part yeah. of the deal, then maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was to say you like danger, so yeah, that might actually <laughs> you might just like that aspect of it. Um, yeah, so I, I just thought it just random thought. So, uh, so this movie uh, to give just a quick run through of the from start to finish. You have Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne are you know they're a couple and. They feel like something is kind of like missing in their life. They want to have kids, um, but or they actually they don't know. It kind of seemed like they didn't know um, if they want to have kids or when they want to have kids. So then they come up with the idea to foster or adopt kids. So they go through the process of adopting. Um, you know, you have to go through training and all. You know, the vetting process, and then uh, you know they get these three. They decide on these three children. One being like the angsty, like rebellious teen, right. and her two younger siblings. Uh, they foster them, then go to adopt. Obviously, obviously, there's a bunch of ups and downs, mm-hmm. and all the all the struggles of uh, of adopting and fostering. Um, and then you know they go on to at the end. You know, obviously, adopt happy ending. Um, 
and yeah, and moving to the new home that they they have been working on. So super funny movie. Um, I thought so. You know, they they touched on a lot um, as it pertained to orphans and the system, like the the social work system and child services system, and like I guess the challenges of adopting, and not not just from not just from the parents perspective but then also from the children's perspective. Yeah. So um so yeah like what what did you think about like I guess not overall but like that specific part. So I actually wanted to do a fact check. I wanted to know oh, yeah. yeah, I wanted to know like like how accurate are these like certain portrayals, right? right. Especially like one thing that just kind of caught my attention was remember the scene where Juan is dumping his like little bears and like his his like court bears. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when they were like court bears, I was like, what? So I looked that up, and that's actually a thing where kids who are in foster care, when they're going through like court proceedings and everything, like right. they're given these bears, and that never like I never paid attention to the fact that these kids like go through court so often that they just yeah. accumulate like all of these bears. Yeah. Like it was just so messed up, you know. That is, yeah. I didn't even when when he said obviously I I, I remember that part, but I just didn't pay a lot of attention to it Mm -hmm. but no that is uh that is messed up they you know i feel like and i didn't fact check any of this stuff some of the stuff i was familiar with a little bit um but i think they did a really good job of um of taking like a very serious topic and subject Mm -hmm. and really like really diving into it like it wasn't just like surface level like slap humor like you know whatever um but they like actually dived into it, but then also made it a really funny movie. Yeah, exactly. and did it tastefully. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a lot of because when whenever you take like a really serious subject and you're trying to make a really funny movie, sometimes you uh, you do it like distastefully or yeah. you like cross a line. I was just gonna say where you but, cross a boundary. Yeah, uh, but they but they did a really good job with this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, all the jokes were like I said, very very tasteful, but again, like super super funny. Um, so. You know, I've I've always had a lot of empathy for for, for specifically for this demographic for kids who, um, who you know don't have their parents or any family members to to live with or, or take them in. Um, you know, because they're I guess they're the most vulnerable. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess there there's a ton of people who need help um, or who might suffer from you know homelessness and you know in this case, but you know kids they they really don't have that choice and obviously can't provide for themselves. Especially, you know, when they're, you know, you have a five-year-old kid, six-year-old kid, you know, it's not their fault. And mm-hmm. they can't, you know, they can't say, hey, I'm just going to go, like, go get a job. or anything. Like, you need, they still need people to rely, like, they have to rely on someone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I, you know, one of the, one thing that they, I think they did a really good job was, was touching on all the different reasons people adopt kids. <laughs> uh, so, it, it was fun. I mean, that part was really funny. Like, again, they, that was a part that they, they made humorous, but... Uh, just scanning the room of the different people <laughs> that adopt kids and why they adopt them. So you know you had those. You had the the main the the you know the main characters who were adopting because uh, they wanted to have kids, but felt you know why would we go on and have our own kids when there are so many kids that need to, that you know yeah. already here on Earth that need a home. Mm-hmm. So then you had uh, they they showed the homosexual couple. So it's like obviously we can't conceive kids on our right. own. So then that's another reason that some people adopt. You have some people who can't conceive, yeah. you know, who have tried and tried and, you know, just can't conceive kids. Uh, you had the Christian couple who felt like, hey, God has blessed us so much that we mm-hmm. want to give back and pour into someone else's life. 
Um, and then you had the crazy woman who's like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I keep laughing at because she's trying to like advance her own agenda. Basically, this woman stands up and is like, I want I want an African-American male who's going to be a Division One athlete. And I'm just like, yeah. like are people actually <laughs> like this? Yeah. I mean, that, that's the funny thing is like, and she was dead serious. And that was like the really funny part uh, <laughs> in that in that scene is, you know, you had this lady who... Uh, who again just flat out just said what her agenda was, and she wanted this, you know, this D one athlete, um, and it's it's crazy. But I think some people do think like that. You know, that's why I, I when I saw the blind side, that's why I was thinking. You know, like even though the storyline was that she was really trying to help him, yeah. and then he ended up happening to be this really great star. Mm-hmm. In the back of my head, I'm all, I was always thinking like eh, she might have she might have known what she had on her hands right, and kind of did right. that intentionally, but. Um, so that was just a, that was a funny side, uh, and there was an allusion to you know they brought up joking saying like oh is this like the blind side right, you know right. and she didn't find that funny in the movie but um but you know that was a really funny part um, and then when people do it for uh, the tax break or the oh paycheck God, that you yeah. get yeah I wanted you know. to actually bring that up to you yeah. yeah I didn't know people actually adopt solely for the purpose of receiving like a government paycheck oh yeah. Yeah, I didn't think that that was a thing. I was reading about it though, and because it's yeah. not taxable income, like you said, like yeah, that's it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, uh, you know, you get to claim the kid, and then also you get a check. Right. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I know, I know people who have done that. You know, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I wow. know people who have done that. Yes, yeah, really messed up. So, um, people do it for a lot of different reasons. Also, these are not people that I'm I'm friends with or associate with. I just know who they are. <laughs> just uh, putting it out yeah. there. I, yeah, I just want I just want people to know. I don't want people to thinking like these are like my homies. But uh, but yeah, no, I do know people who have done that. So that's uh, you know, it's really messed up, but it's it's the reality. So I'm glad they brought that up. Me too. On here. Yeah. Um, and so that was important. Um. You know, I, I think it's important to also show how the vetting process and the process and the training to get to this point um, to adopt a kid to where they'd even uh, entertain your request to mm-hmm. adopt or foster children is very thorough. Um, I think it's a balance between like there has to be a balance between uh, properly vetting and then also not wanting to turn away people. So right. if someone's really like, gen, you know, genuinely wants to help in you know, whether it be volunteering or giving to a charitable cause or fostering a child or adopting a child, um, you know, you never really just want to flat out turn someone away. Yeah. But it is it is very important. Like you're dealing with a child's life mm-hmm. um, and at a very crucial moment, you know. Yeah, so, absolutely. uh, you know, it, you know, for any any child. So this is stuff that, you know, is going to affect them for the rest of their lives. So I think it is important that they vet and, you know, that was shown in the movie. So that was important. Um and then having siblings help, like they mentioned that in the movie, how when, when kids are adopted, having siblings like really helps mm-hmm. um, with the process, which it made me think about like when I grew up and uh, like we moved a lot uh, from school, like schools a lot and stuff like that. And I just remember thinking like how, like once I was older, it, I mean, at the time I kind of thought it too, but then when right. I got older, I really realized how much I appreciated having like my younger sister who was just a mm-hmm. year below me and us like being in it together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it feels course. like you two against the world at times, you know, and of I, course, yeah. and, uh, and you know, who can, uh, who can relate exactly to how you're feeling. Yeah. So that definitely helps, um, with that process of, cha- you know, any type of change. Of course. They just get it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. How many, do you have any siblings? I have six siblings. <laughs> well, I didn't know that. Yeah. Where do you fall in the lineup? I'm number five. Maturity wise, I'm probably like one or two, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number five. Wait, what is the age difference? So, how old is the oldest? Thirty-two. Thirty-two, and the youngest is seventeen. Got it. Okay. Yeah. 
Got it. Yeah, you know. Nice. You said maturity wise, you're never. Oh yeah. man, I hope, I was, I hope I your totally siblings kidding. are listening to I know, this. Yeah. I really hope not. Oh man, <laughs> you guys got to get her now. No, please. Um, so, um, it, you know, they also brought up how uh, how people how if the kids are cute or not, how that right. factors into it, them swear. getting adopted, and I'm like. Yeah, that's kind of like that. That is kind of true, and like you know, you don't want to adopt it, but like I mean, you don't want to not you don't want to adopt it. You don't want to admit it, but that is like think about how like if you're going to adopt a kid, and would you adopt an ugly kid, Farah? I mean, personally, I'm not a fan of children, so I can't answer yeah. this question. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Um, you know, no, don't turn around with me, Farah. So. Um, if you're listening, the look Farrah gave was there's no way I adopt an ugly kid. He's so, such a liar. Yeah, so, uh, would I adopt an ugly kid? Um, I mean, that's it's, it's a twisted question, um, which really? is why I asked it to you. I wonder you. who thought about that. Yeah, that's why I asked it to you. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm not going to explicitly say no, like, oh, no, there's no way I adopt an ugly kid. Would, I think naturally... Would you look and be like, oh, like you want like this cute baby? You know what I mean? And not to compare them like he did in the movie, how you compare them to yeah, dogs. Yeah, yeah. But like, think that about actually like actually is like it's 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 a, somewhat. It's kind of a like so there's like a funny part where Mark Wahlberg starts comparing the kids to to dogs like as he's doing the training, and the wife is trying to like shut him up like stop like you're not realizing how terrible this comparison is comparing people to dogs. But um, you know his point was like you know like puppies. You know, people are always mm-hmm. like always want the puppies, and of they don't course. want like the the old dog right, that has been right. in the pound for like X amount of years and stuff like that. And I think people, you know, you wouldn't ever want to verbally say that out loud, but like, you know, you want like the fresh baby right, or like the fresh right. puppy, you know. Um, but I think that so you know you go through that and uh, and you're thinking like, you know, yeah, you want like you know you want the kids that. You can kind of from it's it's less about you know ugly kids that you know that was just kind of a joke. But as far as um, getting a kid that's a baby versus a kid that's older, I think that was a, a much more serious thing that people really do think about. Of um, course, with wanting not necessarily. So the the term that was used in the movie when when they were explaining it is some people view it as like damaged goods when it's a teenager or when a kid's a teenager or older or whatever. Um, but I think another thing that you really do have to think about is being able to, like, mold the kid the way and raise it the way exactly how you want to. And obviously, you have way more influence the earlier you get the kid. Right. I agree with that completely. Yeah. And, I mean, if you think about it, like, it is a valid point to be concerned about having a teenage child because yeah. they're a lot more cognizant of, like, everything that happened. And a right. lot of them are, like, forced into this parent role. So it's right. just kind of like, like, who are these, like, privileged people, like, trying to take me under their wing type right. thing? Like, these are, like, pretty much, like, my kids. Right. Exactly. Um yeah, so I mean that's tough. Like that's that's really tough. Uh, but I think that it is important. Um, I think it's important how they how they brought that up, and that yeah. you know there's definitely certain people who are I think more equipped to do this type of thing. Of course, I'm not yeah. gonna say like if you like if you don't adopt or if you don't foster, you're a terrible person. Um, but kudos to the people who do like take the time to do that. Of course. It's not easy. No, that's a huge commitment. And I think you do have to really think through that, like before you make that decision. Um, cause you do want to be all in and you want to do it for the right reasons. Um, cause if you don't, then it's only going to hurt the kid. Um, and they no did more. do a good job at like showing how there were times like where 
I don't know, Mark Wahlberg's character's name and his wife were pretty much struggling. Right. And, like, reconsidering at times. Yeah. So the movie did do a good portrayal of, like, the hardships of it. Yeah, yeah. So that was the next thing I was going to talk about is, like, talk, you know, going through all the challenges. So, like, um, you know, how do you reprimand, a ki- you know, a kid that you just adopted? You right. Know, you want to, you want to, you know, they're coming, especially if they came from um, a violent background or one where they were abused, whether it be, like, verbally, you know, emotionally, physically, whatever the case may be, um, you don't want to then, you know, you have a hard time punishing them. Mm-hmm. So even when they're doing something wrong, you don't want to yell at them. You don't want to, like, you want to show them as much love and affection as possible. Right. But you do, at the same time, do have to reprimand them. Yeah, You know, when they do something wrong, if they have bad grades. So mm-hmm. that fine line, like, they talked about that. That was interesting. Um, Lizzie actually had to, like, the eldest, like, the rebellious teenager, she was the one like in many scenes who had to be the one to jump in and tell her yeah. siblings how to act. And I thought that was pretty interesting too, you know, cause yeah. she's a kid herself. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, um, you know, that's tough that like, you know, you kind of get thrown, like you said, into that role of like having to be the like pseudo parent because, yeah. you know, because of the fact that you don't have a parent. So you're the oldest sibling. So you kind of take yeah. on that role. Um, you know, so yeah, that's, that's tough to have to like deal with that. Um, you know, like you said, when they had the real conversation about, hey, we're, like, fed up, kind of, like, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, man, we could just give these kids back, and, you know, blah, 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 and then they, you know, at the end of the conversation, they look at each other, and they're like, you know, obviously, we can't do yeah, that. Yeah, right. Even though it's super frustrating, and even though, at times, um, you know, it's going to be frustrating, even when you have, like, your own kids. Yeah. Like, if, if you were to have, you know, if you were to go the, you know, quote-unquote, traditional route, and have your own kids, like, parenting is going to have its hardships, so it's mm-hmm. some some of the things that were that they went through weren't specific to adopting a kid, but it's simply being a parent in general. Yeah, I um, agree. So, it, you know, like I said, it was a, it was a, it was a good movie. Um, you know, I would, I would, <laughs> I would definitely need some, uh, need more patience to go through. Like when they, like when they drop the lines of like, you're not my real dad when you try oh, to tell yeah, him something. Right. Oh man, that would piss Kinda me off. Cringe, oh, right? that would just oh, like, man. oh, that would, that would piss me off. Like I would have to, I would need some patience to get through that. Like that would, like, how dare you? But, like, at the same time, you have to realize, like, they've been through a lot. No, like, um, they're their children. Yeah. yeah, they're great. You know, so they're they're going through a lot. So, um, and, you know, one quote that they had that, you know, I've heard this quote or similar quote before of, you know, things that matter are hard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that that was a really good quote. I felt like, you know, that, that doesn't just pertain to this, but anything, like, anything that you really care about or that you're working towards is, like, is not going to be easy. No, of course and. I, I get that for sure. Yeah. So it was uh it was good. Um the ending, I you know, I, it was a conflicting ending. Yes, I agree. Um so you know, as you're watching the movie and the storyline, obviously you're rooting for the main characters. You're rooting for their foster couple. They're trying to do the right thing. They're truly good people, um, and they really want to adopt these kids and give them a better situation. On the other hand, their birth mother gets out of jail seemingly gets clean and mm-hmm. wants to reconnect with the kids. Um, it She ends up not. She ends up starts using again and can't and isn't capable of taking the kids back. Um, so even though part of you is happy that the foster parents who the entire movie you're watching their journey to become uh, adoptive parents yeah. and them trying to do the right thing and they truly love these kids and give them a better life, you never want... The, the hope through the whole system is that the parents get on their feet get right, their act together right. and they can, yeah. you can reunite the family. So mm-hmm. that's the hope, you know, in, in real life. So that's tough. Like it's hard to root for the adoptive parents. Um, 
but at the same time, it's hard to root against them. Um, I, you know. I agree. I, I felt, I honestly felt that way when I was yeah. watching yeah. that scene. I'm just like, it's tough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you don't, you know, yeah. So, so that's always tough. That's always the, you know, yes, they're going to get a better life. So you're happy about that. But like you, you know, if there's, a, is there a way that, you know, the mom can get clean, get back on her feet, reconnect with her kids, have her kids, be able to support her kids. And then they still have, keep a relationship with the foster parents. Right. Like, I think that would be the ideal situation. Um, you know, I've, I've never been through this. Um, but I just imagine like that would probably be the best of both worlds. Um, I, I agree. I, I kind of felt like I knew how the ending was going to be, though. Right, right. Oh, you exactly. felt that way too. Yeah, I mean the fact that it was based on a true story. Right. Um, that was something else that that's huge. They end up showing a picture of the actual family at the end of the movie. Um, but yeah, it's based on a true story. So, yeah, I, I kind of felt like okay, this is probably like they probably wouldn't make a movie of this if they didn't end up having the kid, if they didn't end up getting to keep the kids. Right, right. Um, and that I think that most of these type of situations in this way. But it is kind of, you know, it's still kind of sucky to see. Yeah, I agree. And even, like, going back to the orientation scene um, where, what's her name, the actress? Octavia. Oh, Octavia? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her character was pretty much explaining, like, how some of these kids, like, um, when they were, like, five, um, how their parents were doing, like, meth and whatnot. Right. And they were just, like, growing up in it. Like, it's just messed up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, um, so yeah, um, overall... Um, verdict on the movie. It, it's a really good movie. I think it's very o- underrated. Um, I didn't hear a lot of, but I, when I say that, I mean that, you know, I, it, uh, not that the ratings were bad or that the critics, um, ratings were bad for it. It's this, I didn't hear, I haven't heard a lot about it. Like it, Same, it's yeah. a movie that I, I guess I knew I, I knew it was out. I saw some previews, mm-hmm. but really the feedback I've gotten from it has been from like my friends who like, obviously like, um, like Yara told yeah. us like she had seen it. And I was kind of skeptical of that because I know I didn't know if you are watched a lot of movies, so I was like, I don't know if I trust her judgment. I really hope she's listening to this right now. I know, yeah, I hope so too. So, um, so yeah, so I was like, when she even when she told me, I was like, eh, okay. And then like two other people end up telling me that it was good. So then I was like, okay, like it's probably it must be worth going to see. Right. So, um, so yeah, and I definitely agree. It's a great movie. It's one of the best movies I've seen all year, actually. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, yeah, it's, it's a really good movie. So I would suggest going to see it. Um, it's worth going and paying the money at the theater. It's still out in theaters right now. Um, yeah, had a lot of LOL moments. Um, good, good subject matter. I, I'd say it's a good, it's a good family movie. It's a good, like, if you're going home for the holidays, Christmas, whatever the case may be, Go. You should go with your family to go see this movie, I think. It, it was a cute movie, honestly. What was your favorite scene? Um, uh, my favorite scene was probably when they... It might have been when they <laughs> when he went to go confront the guy who, had, who was sending her nudes. <laughs> that, that was my favorite yeah. scene, too. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> That was great. I mean, from the them confronting the wrong person, yeah. which was shown in the trailer, and then also when they confronted the correct guy and beat him up. <laughs> so that was that was probably the that was probably my favorite scene. There was some good scenes though in this movie. For sure, I, I was um, definitely laughing a lot. So that's great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was it was a good movie, man. They did a good job with it. Um, and when I say one of my favorites of the year, understand that I watch a ton of movies. <laughs> so hence my, my shock. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. I, and when I say one of, I don't mean it's top three. I just mean it's probably in the top fifteen. Oh. Which sounds like a 
a big number, but like I watch probably like an average of like fifty to seventy movies a year. So like, wow. yeah. So it it it's pretty good though. Um. So yeah. Did you have a chance to uh look up a favorite uh or do you have a trailer that you're excited about? Um, the Lion the movie King. Lion King coming out in 2019. I'm not like a huge Disney fan. Oh, the Lion King that's is like unfortunate. Fair. I know you so can't be on the show anymore. Oh, yeah. Should I just leave right now? Yeah, okay. just get up. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, excited for the Lion King. I think the recreation of it's gonna be really cool. Nice. Yeah. No, it, it looks cool. That was actually my last guest. His, his, uh, his, the one that he brought up, and then I brought it up like two, three weeks ago. Um, but I don't care. We can keep talking about because Lion yeah. King is my favorite right. movie. So, um, so yeah. No, that does look really good. I'm, I'm super pumped about it. Um, How about you? The so there's a movie that's already out, The Favorite, mm-hmm. with Emma Stone in it. Uh, I still don't 100 percent know what it's about. I read the description, still don't really know what it's about. But it's 18th century and Emma Stone's in it, so I'm gonna go see it. Um, so Are you like a big I said, Emma Stone fan? Huge Emma Stone fan. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, so that came out, I think like uh, maybe two, three weeks ago. So I'm going to go see that at some point. Nice. And Welcome to Marwin with Steve Corral, huge Steve Corral fan. That comes out, I think, on Christmas, I think, right around there. Um, and he is a guy who survives a brutal attack and uses um, uses action figures to... Um, as therapy to like recreate some of his life experiences. So that's so interesting. interesting. I never heard about that. Yeah, look up the look up the trailer. I've seen a, yeah. a couple trailers for it, but it looks pretty good. And like I said, I love Steve Corral, so I'll, I'll go check it out. So nice. Yeah. So that's all I had. You have anything else, Fair? Um, I actually wanted. To, I looked up a couple of Mark Wahlberg facts. Oh, nice. Yeah. So fun Please fact. Share. Yeah, he starts his day at two thirty in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that? I, okay, so I didn't know I didn't know that. I I'm gonna send you a clip of uh do you know who Chris D'Elia is? That he's sounds a, super he's familiar. A, he's a uh he's a comic and okay. he has a lot of like Instagram videos. Anyway, he does one making fun of Mark Wahlberg talking about how early he gets up and works out and it's hilarious. So I'll send it to you. Yeah, please do. I just thought that was so interesting. He mm-hmm. just gets up at two thirty <clears throat> to start his day and then like works out and then yeah, his nuts. day ends at like seven thirty. Yeah. And also, fun fact, he was the highest paid actor of 2017. Hey, okay. Hey. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I think I was, talk- I was talking about The Rock. One of my episodes talking about how he was the highest paid actor a couple years ago and didn't know if that still held, but I guess not. But uh, Mark Wahlberg, okay. Well, that's according to Forbes, so no, that's who pro- knows? No, that's, pro- no, that's probably accurate. I just, mm-hmm. I, yeah, the, the Rock was from, I think, 2015 or 16 oh, or something okay. like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, no, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for those facts. Uh, Thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. I did, of course. Um, thank you all for listening. We are going to be taking a, I think, two week, three week break, um, for the holidays as well as New Year. I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling for work, um, but we'll be coming back in the New Year better than, better than ever. Thank you all for listening.